Thanks for joining us today on the Centerpoint podcast coming from the Loft on Main in Danville, Kentucky. For more information, check us out at centerpointdanville.com. So, um, so just, just so you all know, um, <laughs> before we started, I like prayed with the worship team <laughs> and I prayed that, um, am I positioned right? Can y'all see me well? Y'all look beautiful this morning. Thank y'all for coming. Um, but I prayed that the sound would work out, that the sound would go smoothly, and I feel like we had just about every single sound problem we could have this morning. So with all that being said, um, my name is Jeff. Um, for you all who, who, who don't know, um, I get to lead um, with the wonderful leaders here at Centerpoint um, alongside with our, our team at Living Room um, to impact the youth of our community. And it's such an honor and a blessing to, uh, to be a part of you know, this place and, and being a small part of uh, change lives, change lives that change lives. Um, so I got, I got my thing right here. I'm going to look at this occasionally. Um, but I want you all to know before I go anywhere that, like, I want to share with you all what God has put on my heart. Um, and so I'm going to look down at this, but this is not, if, if Spirit tells me to go any other way, I will. Um, and I got the microphone, Jason, so you can't do anything. And if you cut my mic, I will yell. Um, I will do it. Um, but seriously, though, uh, this semester has for, for sure flown by. I mean, it feels like it was just yesterday. It was warm outside because it kind of was just last week that it was actually warm. And we were outside um, with the living room doing the kickoff. Um, and then last week was Thanksgiving. Are you guys happy about Thanksgiving? Yeah? Yeah, stuffing. Time to hit the gym again. Um, my workout buddy's here, man. We, we haven't been in the gym for a week. Well, I haven't, so I don't know about him. But, uh. And now it's officially like this transition. We can now officially, as a community, as a church, transition into Christmas time, okay? Now we can talk about Christmas music and I can listen to it without wanting to pull my ears out. Um, so what's, what's y'all's favorite Christmas song? Let's hear one. Yes, yes. Come on, you faithful jingle bells. I like, I think it's like March of the Bells, but it's like the rock and roll version. You guys know that? Like, you know, I just love that, man. Like, let's rock out for Jesus' birth. Let's get it. Um, but as we transition into the Christmas season, uh, Jason is going to be heading off a new series um, called He Is. Um, and we're going to be talking about how, who he is. He's amazing. He is Emmanuel. Um, and so I'm excited. Hope you all, too, um, come back next week, and we're going we're gonna to start off the Christmas season in a great way. Um, so we get to end with me, um, the three-part series of um, Believe With Us. So the first week, we got to see a bunch of baptisms. I think it was nine. Like, that's crazy. Let's clap for that's That's worthy. Come on, guys. Wake up, church. Wake up, church. You all, you all can yell at me. It's okay. Come on. I need to hear some amens. I'm down for it because um, that's worthy of, of, of some praise, right? Um, and then last week, we, get to see, we got to see God do an, an unimaginably more um, with Gobble, Gobble, Give. It was 600 meals, like 620 or 600, I don't know. But 600 meals not flown overseas, um, but sent to the people in our backyard. And that is wonderful that we are impacting. We're being Jesus. Yeah, come on. We can clap about 600 meals. Who's doing that? Who's doing that? Huh? She, she, she did. Come on. Come on. And so, and so now you all get to be with me. Um, and like I said, I, have, I now have the microphone in your attention. Um, but 
when Jason asked me to preach, I knew exactly what I would talk about because it's exactly what, I, what God had put on my heart to talk to, to you all about when I first walked in. Um, and it's before I've met any of you all, before I've seen a service. And he wanted me to talk about his, the heart of worship. Um, and when I say the heart of worship, what I mean is, what does God say worship is? What does God say worship should look like? What, what posture we should be in while we worship, and, and what worship can do, and why we do it. And what I don't want to do is, um, I don't want to get up on the stage and tell you how to worship. Because um, I've been down that road. I've been to churches where, you know, you're jumping up and, and, and you're, you're going crazy and, and, and you're running around. And I've been at churches where you stand up, you sing a hymn, you sit down, and then you stand up and you sing a hymn and you sit down and you don't raise your hands. So I've seen it all. And honestly, that road for me was, was, was terrible. I, I, I ran from God. I didn't want God because, because if God looked like that, I don't want it. It looked like a show. It didn't feel like love. I hated myself because I didn't worship like them. And so I ran from them for a really long time. And so what got me out, what, what pushed me through is what I want to bring to you all first, and that's God's word. Because his word, like the Bible, I wish, where's my Bible? Jeez, I should have it. There it is. Boom. Come on, this is my sword. If you don't got a sword, you're going to battle without a sword, and that's bad. Um... Please get a sword, a paper one, not an iPhone, because those run out of batteries. This one? Um, but what I did was I went straight to the Word, and that's what I want to do today. So I want to take us to Psalms, because I go to Psalms, when I, when, I think about, when I think about songs and when I think about, you know, worshiping, I always go to Psalms. It's the biggest book in the Bible. It's like legit flat dab in the middle. Let's test this. Will I land in Psalms? Boom, look at that, Psalms 26, like right there in the middle of my Bible is, is Psalms. And it's the biggest book in the Bible as well. Um, it was written by a guy named David. Um, and David was a guy kind of like us. Um, he had some big wins. You know, he's done some great things, killed a 10-foot, 12-foot guy with a rock. Pretty freaking awesome, uh, right? Yeah. Um, but he's also had some pretty big losses. Um, he committed murder. He committed adultery, had a, had a child out of adultery. But he was still considered, after all this, after all that, he was still considered a man after God's own heart. And I don't know about you, but I know the stuff that I've done. And if God still considers me to be a man after his heart after he sees my, my past and my future, man, what a blessing that is. And so the first, the first scripture I want to take us through is um, Psalms 100. Um, and it says, Psalms 101, 2, 3, I believe. It says, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing and know that he is the God, or that he is the Lord, that he is God. And so I can, I can keep going because, I mean, Psalms is just full of this. O come, in Psalms 95, it says, O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. You see a theme? Let us come in his presence with thanksgiving. We had turkey. He's not talking about that. Let us make a joyful noise with him with songs of praise. 
For the Lord God is great. He is a good God, and he is a, he is a great king above all. And if you haven't got it, I'll keep going. Psalms 98. This one's a good one. It says, oh, sing a new song to the, I'm sorry, oh, sing to the Lord a new song. How many of you all, he, he got, there's new mercy this morning. Is there a new song this morning? For he has done marvelous things, yeah? His right hand and his holy arm had worked the salvation for, has worked for salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation and has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. Now, I don't, I don't know about you all, but when the Bible, okay, I got a rule. When I read this and it says, it says do something one time, I'm like, okay, I should do that, right? And then if it says it twice, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And if I don't do it, I'm going to pray and ask for God to forgive me. But if it says it three or more times, I think God is just like ringing a bell like, doom, 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 listen to me. I want you to know this, right? Make a joyful noise to the Lord. And so I asked I ask you all, like, why, why does David say this so many times in this moment in his life? Why does he say it so many times? Make a joyful noise. And, and if you go and look, and I pray that you all just don't listen to me. I pray that you all take what, take what God has said through me, and you take that to your quiet place, and you search him for what he has for you. Because I could be wrong. Actually, I, I'm, I'm wrong often. Ask my girlfriend. I'm wrong often. So I pray that you all take this, and you go and you, you search him. And so I think that David in this moment, he sees God's worth. He sees that, you know what? God is worthy of, of us making a noise to him, a joyful noise. Sing out to the Lord, for he has done good things, right? He's done marvelous things. I don't know if y'all seen anything marvelous, but God has done marvelous things, and he, he's going to continue to do those things. He's not going to stop. He doesn't. He won't. He can't. So the, in, in the word worship itself, it means the feeling or expression of reverence or adoration to a deity, to glorify, to bring reverence, to exalt. And then this, Paul says, to do it joyfully. For he is good. He's a good father. We sung that. He's a good, good father. That's who he is. That's who he is. And we are loved by him. That's who we are. I like to sing when I, when, that's who I am, nothing less. Because the creator of the universe calls me his. And I don't know about you, like when I think of, let's see, let's see some famous kids. Um, Donald Trump's son and his children, they stand like they're Donald Trump's kids, right? You see them on TV, they, they have the utmost composure. They, they have a posture of them that's like this, right? Am I wrong? I'm not trying to preference any, you know, he's going to be president and it's going to be awesome because God is still my king. Amen, right? Come on. If he can, if he can, if he can move Pharaoh, Donald Trump ain't nobody. Not, but he's, you know. But um, <laughs> just ruined it, huh, Jason? <laughs> because all of Kentucky, there was only two blue spots in Kentucky, and it was Louisville and Lexington. But um, the rest of it was red. Am I right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, I just said that. It's not in my notes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but I'm being honest, and I refuse not to. You feel me? Um, 
But we are a son of the creator of the universe. What posture should we be in, right? Money shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. And so, so many times, <laughs> so many times I've seen people do this while they worship. I need, a, I need a cheer. I'll just use this one. They'll come and they'll stand. I guess this one is my height. And they'll be like, I'll stand with arms high and heart abandoned in all of the one who gave it all. And I'll stand my soul, Lord, to you surrendered all. And I'm not, I'm not trying, to, trying to, you know, slime on anybody or, or throw anyone under the bus, but God sees you. Stop lying to him. He sees you in that moment when you're, when you're saying, I'll stand with my heart abandoned, like my heart is free of, 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 of everything. It's yours. I abandoned my heart to you. And what is the posture that you're, that you're doing that in? What is stopping you from, from, from lifting your hands? Why can't we? Instead of, instead of, how about this? In this moment, why can't we lift our hands and worship God and not just have us worshiping God with our Facebook page? And the, and the radio station that we keep on our, in our car, you know, every single one, one through six or seven, depending on what car is, Caleb. Caleb, 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 you've like said every single one. And then on FM2, you got Air One just because they get crazy on Air One, right? <laughs> but you got Caleb right there, you know? It's like, why can't we worship God while we are standing in his presence? Because this stage is just a stage. If you could see what God sees, there's angels. And I don't want to scare anyone, but honestly, there's, there's demons too that want in, but they can't. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord is here. Can't you feel it? I, when I was singing that song, man, and I'm going a little bit off, but I can't. I got time. When I was singing that, it was like, we need your presence, Jesus. We need you. Like, can't, like, I don't, I, I don't want to shove this down your throat. But God is so good. So what's stopping us? So. While I, was while I was writing this and, and preparing this for you all, I promise you guys, I had the most, like, struggles. Like, it was, it was so hard for me to, to do this. Like, every single moment that I had in my word, excuse me, in my Bible, I was just attacked. Like, you're not good enough. They're not going to want to listen to you. You can't tell them how to worship. You can't tell them how to worship. They've, been, they've heard, they know songs that are older than you can't tell them how to worship. They're not going to want to listen to you. They're going to think your pants are too tight. They're not, you know? You know, that's stage, you know? <laughs> They're not going to, you ain't got your man bun no more. That's not what I made that one up. I think I'll look a little bit better. Um, look a little more clean. I'm ready to get married. Um, but, but legit, and I'll tell you this, last night I was on the phone with Jason, it was late, like 11.30, and I was talking to him, and we were just talking about it, and, and I was kind of late on sending him some things, it was my fault, I, I dropped the ball, and as soon as I got off the phone with you, anxiety hit. 
like legitimately, like Lindsay was like, what's going on? You're scaring me. Because, because what I, all I could think about was how I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to get in front of you all. And you, I'm not going to be able to talk. My words aren't going to flow. I, I have dyslexia and it's hard for me to read. I'm going to mess up on my words. And last night when, when I went to sleep, I, could, I really couldn't go to sleep. I legitimately had to pray myself to sleep because I believe that the enemy didn't want. And you can tell by the sound. He did everything until the very last moment, right, to stop it. Why is that? Because God wants it, right? If we have someone for us, we obviously have an adversary. And so what I think this church needs when I, when, when I walk in here and I see all the lights, like the lights are beautiful. And, and shout out to, you know, whoever made up the idea of the lights outside. Like that is awesome. I want to do that in my church. But what we need is not, not more light bulbs, not, not more um, if it ain't Jesus, don't answer it. Um, not, not, a bigger, not, a bigger, um, not a bigger campus. I saw that on the movie. I, would, I always wanted to do it. <laughs> not a bigger campus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. He's not going to let me back up here. Not another campus. <laughs> what we need is not another campus or, or the second floor or, or, or more seats or bigger areas or, or, or you know, the, more food. What, what we need here and now is his kingdom come. His kingdom come here on earth in Center Point as it is in heaven. And I think something that's stopping us from, a, from allowing his kingdom to come, for, for, from positioning our hearts to allow his kingdom to come, I think it's because we got a lot of bags. We come to church and we bring our bags. You know, we look nice. It's cold outside, so we got our scarves and our sweaters. Sweater weather is the better weather. And... and, and you know, our, our kids are cute, you know, and they walk in, they got all their boots, and, you know, it's just all cute. But yet, we got our coffee, yeah, shout out to the hub, we got our donuts, but we got so much baggage that we can't lift our hands to our Savior, yeah? And so, I'm over to transparency for me. My biggest bag is this place. Now, there's no food in here, I'm sorry, no chicken lettuce wraps for us today. But I work at P.F. Chang's. And it's probably like my biggest frustration is the fact that I work at this place. Because what I want to be, what I want to do, is, is I want to be a pastor. I want to be a youth pastor, and I want to impact this community. I want to be here every single day. I want to go have lunch with you guys. You know, I want to hang out. But I got to go to this place. And so I walk in with my bags. And so... I promise there's no food, don't ask. But we come, and we got all our baggage, you know? There's gossip. We, people are talking about us. We heard what they said. Family, you know, like people are gossiping. It's like, um, you're like oh, what's going on with your, your blah, blah, blah? Like, what's going on with your macaroni and cheese? Get out of here. Um, there's a lot of gossip. There's, we come in with all our junk. We're tired. I don't know if you all had to travel a lot. I did. Becoming tired. There's a lot of lies that we've been listening to. Our kids hate us, right? Parents, it's okay if your kids hate you. They're children. 
They don't even know how to wipe the butt correctly. <laughs> it's okay. Amen. Come on, somebody. Just buy some ice cream. Hey. We got all this crap that we come in with, you know. Our money's not right. Money is funny, right? There's more, there's more days at, at the month than there is money. And our families, you know, some of our families, I know for me, my family isn't where I want it to be. So we come to church with that baggage. I keep going. Work. We're overworked. I know a lot of you all overworked and underpaid. And I pray, and I pray that God brings fulfillment, not in your pockets, but in your hearts. Count it all joy. We got our tradition. I'm going to touch this one last. And our week has been long, right? And then we got our tradition. We walk in here, and it's just how my family did it. It's how my mom did it. It's how I'm going to do it. I'm not going to move. And so we walk in with all this baggage, and it's stopping us from seeing God. It's stopping us from actually witnessing his glory. Think about this. What is heaven going to look like? We won't have worries, right? There'll be no pain. There'll be no bills. I'm ready for no bills, right? Come on, somebody. <laughs> Y'all can amen to that. There'll be no worries. No tears. We will be able to see God. And I think that when we open up our hearts and we drop our baggage, we'll be able to see him more deeper, more deep. Is that grammatically correct, babe? More deep, deeper, deeper. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, we can't handle our bags. We can't handle our junk. We've been trying to. It's not working, right? And so I think that um, when we drop all this stuff, we're able to see his word, see his love, and position our hearts in a, in a way that is worship. And it's not just, and, it, and then here's, here's a, a, the awesome thing about this, is when you drop your bags here at church, they stay here at church. And what's here at church, right? Jesus, the presence of God, right? And so when we leave this place, we drop our stuff. He gives us our presence. What are we leaving with? So we are able to love people more effectively. We are able to be, be happier because, listen, joy is not circumstantial. His joy endures. So when we drop all this stuff to the person that, that wants it, listen, he died for it while we carrying it around. He already carried the burden. And for me, I had to drop my bag. And because I, because I dropped it, we have stories like Ashlyn, a girl who um, just wanted some lettuce wraps. But she ended up coming to the living room and she got baptized two weeks ago. So she went from Chinese food to the bread of life. Huh? That's awesome, right? God is beautiful. So why is this important to me?
I might cry. It's important to me because I've dealt with it. I've been in places where I sit down and I see people worship God and I don't want to do it. I was so trapped. I was caught up in what the person next to me thought about me. I was so trapped in you got to be like this that I couldn't see him for a long time. I was hurting. I was empty. But then when, when I got to worship him for the first time, guys, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Because that was the moment where, 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 where Jesus, because I didn't have a dad. My father wasn't there much for me. But that's when Jesus said, listen, son, and he got down, he said, I'm your daddy, and I love you, and my love never fails. My love will never fail you. I've seen felt love so many times. My grandmother passed away, and she was the only person that I felt like loved me. And God felt like God took her away. You know, I was so pissed at him. But he said, my love is so much greater than that. She's up here. She, she even says you love him far greater. That's why this is so important. Because my heart for you all is to see his glory. Listen, when we get to heaven, it's not going to matter anymore, guys. Revelations 4. It's not, a, it's not up there. But John gets sent to heaven in, in, in a dream, and he sees the throne room of God. And it's kind of the same lyrics as Carrie Joe's Revelation song, Revelation song, Revelations 4. Um, that's why she did that. Um, but it says, it says the, and, the, and, the, and the deacons lay down the crown, and they say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, the one that is, no, the one that was, the one that is, and the one that will be. That's all they say for eternity, for eternity, because they see him. They get, they get to see Jesus. They get to see him in his throne. It says, it says his throne is like Jasper. I don't even know what Jasper looks like. It said there's rainbows over him and thunder. Like, like John can't even in his mind write down the words of what he saw. That's what I, that's what I want for us here. Not for God to just, you know, that would be really awesome, you know. <laughs> you just straighten life up real quick when he just pops up behind me, you know. <laughs> but that's what I want is for y'all to, like, see that. Like, listen, guys, it's bigger than you. Worship in itself is not even for the person giving worship. It's for the person getting the worship. When, they, when, when, when the wonderful team is up here and they're getting down with their, with their git fiddles and their and violin guitars and they're up here jamming out, it's not for themselves. Honestly, I don't think it's for you all. It may be, well, it's kind of for you all, but it's them showing reverence to God in worship. Because he's beautiful, right? He, wake us, he wakes us up with a sunrise. How dope is that? And then he, he puts us to sleep with a sunset. So we get to wake up and see his beauty, and we get to go to sleep and see his beauty. He's constantly showing us his beauty. And now, I'm going to say something, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. 
Um, we can all, we can, I'm from Louisville, we can say, y'all didn't even think Kentucky was going to win, right? Um, <laughs> I was like, what? Gee, but God is coming, y'all better get ready. Because <laughs> Kentucky, be <laughs> But I think, I think that we praise, and I like Kentucky basketball. I cheer for them. They're good guys. You know, slam dunks. But I feel like we worship an alley-oop more than we worship a crucifixion, right? We, we worship a, a block. Anthony Davis was a man, a man-child. He was like 18, but he, was, he got the most blocks. We worship that more than we worship a man raising from the dead. And I've been, I've been to a lot of parties where we watch games and everyone cheers, you know? Woo! Yeah, cash, we're good cats! But, but think about this. What has Jesus done for you right now? I, I got one answer. That's one thing. How much more is he worthy of our praise in this moment than those, than those boys? And here, here's the thing, too. Let me open up your mind. Someone did this when I went to Tennessee. She stood up on the stage and she said, these arenas ain't for no basketball. They're for Jesus. Just imagine Rupp Arena. I don't know who of y'all have been there. I've only been there once. It's huge, gigantic, right? That was made to glorify God, not a basketball team. What if that place was filled with people going, worshiping him? Yeah? Wonderful. It looks like heaven. And the last one I want to make is, guys, we're getting married. And I know that may sound a little off. Let me explain myself before you throw uh, tomatoes at me. We're getting married. God is calling us. He calls us the church's bride. And I'm not married yet. Um, I'm excited for that day, though, when I get to see, you know, my lady walk. Down that aisle. You know, I'm tearing up right now. I'm going to be a mess that day. I'm going to be a mess. <laughs> but, but, but that's what Jesus says we are. That's what God calls us, his bride. I don't know how many men in here have been married, but y'all can't forget that moment, right? Fellas, let me hear you. She's right beside you. <laughs> you better say yes. Yeah. That's what Jesus says we are. He's coming back to get his bride. And so we're talking, Lindsay and I are talking about preparation. We got food, you know, and we got the people that are going to be in the wedding, and we got food, and then we got, you know, the photographer and the videographer, and we got food, and who's going to marry us, and we got food. That's all I've carried about is food, right? <laughs> uh, where are we going to go, and there's going to be food there, right? All this preparation for that day, how are we prepar preparing ourselves? for the day he's coming back, right? I don't want to stand up here and tell you when you stand up and sing, raise your hands. I don't want to stand up and say, jump around, jump for joy. But listen, as the band comes up, I want to ask this question. What is stopping you from doing that? What is, what is stopping you in this moment, right now, from giving, from giving God your all? Because, listen, like I said, in heaven, listen, 
the person you love the most in this world, legitimately in heaven, they're not going to matter. And that sucks. But God said, Jesus said himself, love me. My love for the love for you to me should look like hate to your parents. Because the love you have for them, for God, should surpass that. And so I ask you, in this moment, what's stopping you? And for the first time, how about you all ask this question to God? This question to God. I would love some, some. I love when that happens. Like that moment right there, I can talk like this and just like move, you know, Jesus. But what is, ask this question. God, how do you want me to worship you? For the first time, maybe in your life, how do you, God, want me to worship you? Because it's not for you, it's for him. It's not for your dad's church, it's for him. It's not for, your, for, for you know, the sake of the person next to you, you don't want to scream loud. Listen, it doesn't matter. If the person beside you is annoyed, they ain't seeing what you're seeing. And I, like, listen, I refuse not to give God my all while I worship because, because that right there, when I'm standing and I'm singing, is, is me showing him, I know what you've done. And I'll stand. With my heart abandoned, listen, all the junk that I've been through doesn't matter when I see him. So bring your bags. How about this, friends? Bring your bags up here to the place where where he can handle them. Because, Because you in your seat, you'll be here next week with those same bags. So open yourself. Give your bags to the one who can carry them. Because he did, right? And for the people who got it together, this is what I feel like in sync. For the people who got it together, pray for the people who don't, yeah? Be Jesus. Let them see a changed life. Because changed lives change lives. Right? Change lives change us. Let them see that in this moment. Let them see that. Bible says in John 24, it says, it says, yes, God is, God is spirit and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. And the truth is, friends, the heart of worship will not begin until we end. Let's go deeper because we love that, right? His kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven cannot come until we end. Let's pray. Jesus, God, you're beautiful. You're lovely. You're great. We did it, Lord. Like, I'm so excited, Jesus. I thank you. God, I pray that you soften our hearts, Lord God. Open our ears right now to your word, Jesus. Let us see your face. God, you're wonderful. You're glorious. You're beautiful.